Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. We have Ryan Face here, Nutramed team, and we're going to talk about Nutrameds today. And Ryan, let's pick the top couple of Nutrameds that you think we should talk about to start with. Hi, Dr. Bill. Um, yeah, let's go. Um, I think uh, one of the, the ones that's the newer launch is the Omega Supreme Pro Critical Formula. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it keeps coming. Yeah. coming we had Dr. Barry Sears on about four or five years ago. And Barry, of course, is an MD as well as a PhD in biochemistry. Most people don't realize the North American diet is extremely pro-inflammatory, uh, high in omega-6 fats, high in oxidized fatty acids and oxidized cholesterol. In fact, I had Dr. Phil Broughton, a British biochemist who worked at the EL Labs for years. I would measure antibodies against nine nornel hydroxycholesterol, T-bars, and oxidized fatty acids and cytokines. And most people don't realize, when I did research 40 years ago with Dr. Moskovitz at the University of British Columbia, Research Center, and we brought down Eskimos and people from Alaska and the Northwest Territories. What we found is that they had cholesterols 10 to 15 to 20 times higher than ours, and they never had heart disease. So when people think cholesterol is causing heart disease, it makes all your your sex and your adrenal hormones. It makes the myelin sheath in your nerve fibers. So when you take anti-myelination drugs like uh, HMG CoA reductase inhibitors like Zocor, Crestor, Lipitor. Uh, about four years ago, I had uh, Dr. Graveline, who was a Ph.D. M.D. Senior Director at NASA, and he started taking these drugs at the behest of his doctor. Mm-hmm. And within three months, he ended up with uh, serious uh, brain damage. Actually, he had transient global amnesia. So you have to understand, you know, carrying birds eat roadkill. Doctors consume their patients. How's that? <laughs> But one of the uh, there's a new study that just uh, that just got published, British Journal of Nutrition. I, it just maybe you know want to circle back to why it's right. with fish oil today is is what has it been shown to do? We always talk about the cellular structure, you know, so that it right. operates properly, and we kind of use or I like to use that analogy of a house, you know, where you have you know your bricks, your windows, your doors, and you could just in generality think of those bricks, you know, as more like omega sixes, but the windows being uh-huh. say, omega threes and doors being omega nines. Well, a lot of people building all out of bricks 
and the bricks they're using are pretty nasty bricks because a lot of times there's trans fats or manipulated fats, as you're saying, uh, in the cell membrane that changes the way that it can function. And so we know that structurally you've got to have these omega-3s, and they definitely know you get cardiovascular protection if you can make your house 8% windows or higher, right? right. Well, now with Omega Supreme Pro, because of the way that it's designed, Dr. Bell, it's a pre-digested fat. That's pretty weird to say. But a pre-digested fat, is, it's been moved from yeah, uh, what would traditionally be used like a triglyceride or ethyl ester. This is actually a monoglyceride form. And so we're right. talking about optimizing fat absorption. As you know, free fatty acids, monoglycerides reign. And so this is the first chance people have to go, man, when you take this, it actually, uh, you don't have to take anywhere near a high dose because it goes in at three times the absorption level of a traditional fish oil. And so you get this really great boost, um, and you can really move those concentrations so that you can get the windows in your house, if you will, up to that 8% or higher um, level so you can start right. getting the benefits. But I was going to point out in this study that just released um, uh, last week was um, this one was showing, this is animal, but they were still showing by using the omega-3 fatty acids, what they did was they changed the gut microbiome. So they had a positive shift, not just in the cell structure, right, but actually in even the, the um, bacteria that live in our intestinal tracts, which there's over three pounds, trillions of them, shift when you have this better omega-3 uh, diet. So the other side of Omega Supreme Pro that's really important, and this is a huge breakthrough, the size of the capsule. Uh, a lot of people are taking fish oil capsules, and it's kind of a struggle. They're pretty large in size for the most part. Now you can take one the size of a dime. It's much, much smaller, much easier to use, and people just love it. So it overcomes getting maximum absorption, doing it in a small capsule in a cost-effective way, and all of a sudden you've broken down all these barriers that cause people either not to use fish oil consistently um, or not see the results they're expecting. Yeah, exactly. Now, of course, the cell membrane is normal. You don't get heart disease and you don't get cancer. What is cancer? And, you know, I like to ask oncologists or when I ask cardiologists, though, what's heart disease? It's amazing how they start to squirm, you know. Um, I love to get doctors that think that they, that, you know, they're, doing cardiac casts, and they're doing bypasses, and putting in stents, they're doing procedures. And then I asked them, I said, what tests do you do? And they measure nuclear magnetic spectroscopy of their lipid fractions in the blood. And by the way, research at Harvard and other top institutions, because I work with a top cardiologist, I had the only dual laser viscometer west of Harvard University back in the early 2000s. And the cardiologist I work with, and I was doing lipid electrophoresis, and what I discovered is the most dangerous fraction is small particle HDL, then VLDL3, and then, of course, the apoproteins. And if you don't know what your apoprotein levels are and your actual lipid fractions with lipid electrophoresis, you have no freaking idea whether someone's getting heart disease. And there's always free radicals. There's three types, singlet oxygen, hydroperoxy, and nitroperoxy radical. And if you get oxidized fatty acids and oxidized cholesterol, the macrophages, meaning big eater cell eats those little fragments, and they die. They become basically famous foam, what's called a foam, F-O-A-M cell, because they look foamy if you look at them under a microscope. And they actually attract platelets and fibrin, layer upon layer, like a Haitian tar paper shack in a storm. And they start, and when they burst, they cause a propagating cloud or a thrombus. So people, you know, when I, I gave some of this information, only part of it, 20 years ago to Dr. Roger Damley, who I shared space with. He was an invasive cardiologist that did uh, you know, radiofrequency ablation of, neuro, of uh, conduction pathways in the heart. And he did a lot of cardiac casts. And he said, well, I know, Deagle, I heard you know something about what causes atherogenesis. Because, I, I, you know, if I grab a hold of a problem, it doesn't matter if it takes decades, I'm going to find the answer to it. In fact, next year I'm presenting my theory because I found the cause of diabetes. 
I also know the causes of heart disease, and I'm going to be publishing that as well. And people need to know this is provable by by U.S. labs, imaging studies such as, you know, high-sensitivity uh, uh, calcium scan, CT scans, uh, a, uh, a spec blood flow scan of the heart, you know, what we call these radionuclide scans. And you can look at the lipid fractions, and we don't have any question about what causes heart disease. We know precisely. But do you think the doctors intervene? No. That's why I say carrion birds eat roadkill, and doctors consume their patients. And people say, Dr. Diggle, that's a bad attitude. I said, well, it's an honest attitude. I've been inside the medical profession for 40 years, and I can tell you, uh, this is like a high priesthood that's consuming the emperor. You know, it's, you know, A2, <laughs> A2 Dr. A, how's that? Uh, people say, Dr. Diggle, that can't be true. I said, well, his pupils became small, his face became white as a ghost, Dr. Damley. And he said, you're going to ruin our business, aren't you? And then I changed the talk to the fact that he had... Uh, did his golf on Wednesdays, but he had a good handicap. And then I said, I'll bet you do your cardiac cast on a Thursday and get 5000 to pop. And he smiled and said, I don't even have to put the caster in. All I have to do is squeeze the syringe and do a audio dictation and signature on the fixed study. I said, well, do you think that you're actually intervening to stop heart disease or you're profiting off it? And he looked at me like, holy craps. I got a smart doctor who's honest, who's a scientist first and then a doctor, and he's got me. And he had eight years training beyond his four-year cardiology residency. So he had 12 years, including eight years of Mayo. Okay? So we're not talking about a knucklehead. We're talking about a genius-level doctor who's one of the top guys in the world, and he was freaked. Okay? Now, that's why when I tell people, and I beg people to call into the show and challenge me on any topic, any topic, and if you ask me any question in any sphere of human activity on Earth, medicine, geopolitics, astrophysics, whatever, I'm going to give you an answer or a logical way to find the answer. And when I present in 11 days in Las Vegas, the thousands of doctors in the top academy in the world in anti-aging, our collective group of thousands of doctors, we've got 28,000 physicians, 825,000 health professionals uh, that are members of our association. This information I'm going to present in 11 days will end aging and disease in the next 5 to 20 years when we have the institutional, genetic, and the financial things put, come together to actually find the cause and, and, and correction of illness. Our diet in North America is killing us. It's hyperinsulinemic. It's oxidized fatty acids. It's toxic uh, genetically modified foods. It's mineral depleted soils. That's why if you don't take our Nutrimeds, you're crazy because you're not going to get it with regular vitamins. You can't even absorb them. You can with Nutrimeds. Back in a moment. Back in a moment. If you want to hear the truth, unvarnished Without any, I do not pull my sword from the scabbard and just play with it. I cut deep to the bone of lies. How's that? I believe in the medical profession and the governments and the healthcare industry is profiting from your demise and your eventual death. How's that? back so uh, ryan i want you to pick out a couple more one of the ones that's really big and i mean i can't believe how big it is is cancer but i'd like you to pull the ones you like for cancer because we have some amazing nutraceuticals i take malignant block which is interageless that's why you're going to age less because you're repairing your dna we have things that strip off the fibronectin capsule because 
When cancer switches on a bunch of genes, it loses the tight junctions, the four angstrom tight junctions that loses cell-to-cell contact, and that's why it can metastasize. It covers itself with a fibronectin capsule so the immune cells can't even recognize the cancer cells. And cancer cells are all anaerobic. The, uh, because they're anaerobic, they're not generating as much energy, but they lengthen that telomere so they don't die. They uh, multiply and they continue to enlarge, and then they just metastasize because they're not inhibited by cell-to-cell contact. So we have things like Inflamex that will actually strip off the fibronectin capsule, malignant block, high-dose vitamin C, power C, and, and full vitamin K2, which are going to be basically block cancer cells. Cancer is a, is a survival phenomenon. It's not a weak cell. It's, and I'll use this analogy so people will get it. Okay? Now, when I talk to cancer doctors, most of them are so stupid, they, they can't even get out of their own way to ask the right questions. Cancer is not a weak cell. Cancer is an aggravated cell. Think of this. you got a prepper who's been six towards the duty in Afghanistan, has an IQ over 200, is a billionaire, and is extremely inventive and has his own lab and manufacturing facility. So the more you piss him off, the more he's going to build weapons to kill you and your government. That's what cancer is. Cancer is not a weak cell. It's like, you know, the dark lord with a super high IQ and a lot of money. How's that? And yeah. if, you, if you start to change the genetics by healing the DNA, which is, let's talk to him, let's sit down with Kim Jong-un and bring in his, his basketball player. Who's the guy that he likes uh, that's his favorite basketball player? Uh, Dennis Rodman. Okay, so we bring Rodman. We bring him his favorite treats and ice cream, and we bring him a fancy car. And we say, you know what? We want to build high-speed rail between Pyongyang and Seoul. And we want to build the next Disneyland and we're going to put in food factories so your people don't have to eat stuff that looks like snakes in their gut. And we're, going to, we're not going to jail you or execute you. We're just going to forget all this crap, but you can have all the desserts you want, and we'll even give you free liposuction and surgery so you don't stay obese. Okay, that's what you do when you talk to cancer. You've got to work at everything. You've got to change the whole milieu. Otherwise, you've got a thermonuclear attack. In fact, I just got an email from Mark. And he said, and this is, literally I got this a minute ago, he said, He's been listening to year for years, and he has a friend of his, his invasive ductal carcinoma, nine knots, 1.7 to 2.5 centimeters. This literally is five minutes ago. Grade 3, herp, herceptin positive, uh, test score, 3 plus, which is real bad, uh, estrogen negative, removed from her breast, okay? And the oncologist wanted to give six months of chemo. Now, I started giving chemo when I was a resident of internal medicine in 1977, 40 years ago. And I went to the head of oncology at the University of British Columbia, Vancouver General, which is the second largest hospital complex on earth. The largest is the Karolinska. We had 17 buildings and 7,000 inpatients. Okay? This is big in Harvard, any other university in the United States. It's immense. And we would be on call for half of it. So, on average day, I'd see 240 patients. Okay? So, they worked us to death. Two of my resident colleagues out of 12 committed suicide, and two just quit out of 12 in one year. Two killed themselves. One with IV drugs, the other one jumped out the ninth floor window, okay, because the work was so hard and, and evil. Um, so I went to, and I'm a tough guy. So I went to the head of oncology. I said, you know what? I got called back to the floor in the last few weeks so many times after I gave chemo. My patients, when they get a cardiac arrest, I can fry all the hairs in their chest and give them second-degree burns, and I never get them back. They always die. I mean, it's really pissing me off. And I said, you know, why do we just give them chemo and they haven't got normal electrolytes? They haven't had a good meal in weeks because they're sick as hell. And we don't even give them IV hyperalimentation, which we could. 
We don't even know what how cancer is. He looked at me like I was from space, like, you're a problem child, aren't you, Deagle? He said to me, you're a problem child. I've always been a problem child. Before I was a year of age, the first one I said wasn't mama or daddy. It was the word no. That's who I am, Mr. Call, call me Dr. No. How's that? In the Wizard of Is. Dr. No. N-O. means everybody on earth is full of crap. And I'm going to find out. Because I ask more questions than any rational human being on the earth. And I don't mind swimming in the sea of stupid to become wise. I don't. And I don't care what people think. They can go to hell. Everybody. On earth. But the fact is, we this oncologist was going to give a combination of epirubicin. And I remember giving this crap to people. I got it in my hand 40 years ago. And I had hangnails that wouldn't heal after three months. Now, at the time, I was running 5 to 10 miles a day in ideal weight and perfect health. <laughs> and I, I said to him, I said... These damn hangnails won't heal after I got a drop of this damn stuff in my hangnail. <laughs> they looked at me like I was from Mars. Yikes. Now, yikes. And the same crap is being given by these idiot doctors. They don't know the genetics of the cancer, which we can do with the... Uh, with the uh, I used to use a test in Germany for years. And I'd send people to a German cancer clinic where they'd actually test the cancer chemotherapy response to the actual cancer separated in their blood by flow cytometry. And doctors here in North America were so stupid, they didn't want to find the cause of cancer. That's bad for business, Deagle. What's wrong with you, boy? What's wrong with you? We're making $1.3 million per cancer patient. Ka-ching, ka-ching. You know? People <laughs> say, no, Deagle, you're crazy. I said, crazy smart. You know? Grade 9, they tested yeah. my IQ. They couldn't measure how much above 200 it was. Not because I'm really smart. I don't really consider myself smart. I just consider myself inquisitive. I don't mind asking questions that will piss off everybody. My wife, my kids, doctor colleagues. I don't care if you're ticking myself off because I don't mind feeling stupid. I don't mind it. What I do is I find out the truth, which really ticks me off when people don't want to listen, when I can give them the science to show if you do the RGCC test in Greece now or you measure the harmonic resonance of the cancer I discovered 20 years ago, which I'm going to present in 11 days, you can actually measure the harmonic resonance frequency of cancer and even tell when you touch the skin over the bones, where the metastasis has gone from the harmonic resonance. Do you know that? Nobody else knows this. I do. I can give the doctors a machine. They can go home and get one the next day and actually take their cancer patients and find out what their meths are before they even do a cancer bone scan. Okay? So these doctors have got craniocephalic rectal insertion syndrome. Their head is so far up their rear end, they've never seen daylight. Okay? Now, if you think I'm angry... The word angry isn't strong enough a word, is it? I'm majorly galactically pissed. And I'm before I leave this mortal coil, like Robbie Burns said, I'm going to change the nature of medicine in the world, whether they'll damn well like it or not. I'm going to be the antidote. Because I'm going to ask tough questions, and I'm going to embarrass the hell out of my doctor colleagues, or they're going to listen and take these sci- the science and actually prove that what I'm saying is true. Because these doctors don't want to change, it's bad for business, isn't it? You know, the other side of it is we have doctors that want to play around with functional medicine. You can't go to a beginner course and all of a sudden you're a functional medicine doctor. I was doing this before Dr. William Ray at the Environmental Center of Dallas after he got sick doing cardiac uh, surgery in the 70s. I was doing this as one of the charter members of Greenpeace 45 years ago in oceanography. And when I went into medicine as an ecologist, I saw doctors were crazy. And they kept on saying, you've got an equivalent Ph.D., you're going to cause trouble here. You're going to ask too many questions in class. I had doctors and specialists begging me to not ask questions to embarrass them in the class anymore. I asked 98% of the class of 105 medical students. 98%. Let me tell you, people, 
I'm more angry today than the first day I went in medical school and realized that my teachers and my colleagues were full of crap. And if you want help, I'll give it to you. If you want your doctor to be trained, it's free. I will train them if they're in Santiago, Chile, or Stuttgart, Germany, or Johannesburg. But they're going to be asked questions that will be embarrassing. How's that? people to worship me or think I'm so wonderful because I'm not. I'm actually a big pain in the ass even to my wife and kids. Uh, and when I'm opinionated, it has to be based on facts because I'm, I, I'm not just logical. I'm so anal there's got to be a new word for it in terms of needing details and science. So when I say something like I do at the academy, I have so much science I can't even say it during the entire meeting because they said well you can't reference specific technology like you know like Metapathy Hunter or the QRMA or the Russian Academy of Sciences or other technology, i got to tell them, contact me afterward and I'll give you all the information. But even if doctors have access to supplements that are sort of like Nutrimeds, or even let's say they had something equivalent, they don't know how to use the colors. It's like, if you don't go to the Leonardo da Vinci School of Painting, you don't know how to freaking paint wellness. And you don't know how to test to see if you've got where you're supposed to go. If I have somebody that says, look doc, and I argue with some people, I have one lady, <laughs> Marie, <laughs> And she sends me some very short letter, and she tells me a few things. And she wonders, what else do I have to tell you to get me started? I'm thinking, she doesn't want to do a consult. She says, okay, you got this, this, and this problem. Here's where you start, and I want to report in two to four weeks. But eventually, you're going to have to fill my 11-page history form. You're going to have to do blood and other tests. I will send you an email to tell you what test your doctor will do, which, by the way, most doctors don't ever do the correct testing for almost any disease. For example... Um, somebody falls and they get a, a stress fracture. Do you know what doctors usually do if they do anything? They do a they do a, a, a bone densitometry scan. Do you know how useless a bone densitometry scan is? It doesn't mess with the rebar inside your bone. So if you don't take collagen max, which is not collagen, it's choline stabilized orthosilicic silicon, then you triple the rate of the proline transhydroxylase enzyme to make collagen elastin hyaluronic acid polymer. If you don't measure the rebar, which is 42% of the dry weight of your bones, you cannot possibly, possibly know if that bone, which is more dense than the bone density scan, is actually stronger. So you can have bones that look more dense, and you go to do a total hip replacement, and you knock in it, because I've done 40 total hips before I even graduated medical school. You go to knock in that prosthesis, and it goes, and shatters, you're screwed, because you have bone that now will not even take the prosthesis. And the reason is... There's no rebar in it. Now, if you take a bisphosphonate drug, which you've known for 40 years, destroys osteoblasts that lay down new bone and collagen. And if you don't take something like bone generator that has the bone generator hormones as well as the type 2 collagen and take it along with collagen max, full vitamin K2, menaquinone 7, <coughs> omega, the, the, what is it called, the, the, the uh, vitamin D, high-dose vitamin D, and vitamin D2 we have for mushrooms, you're not going to build bone. You're not. You're going to build crap. And, in fact, the only way to test is to measure urine level of deoxypyridinium and pyridinoline. That if you take our supplements in three weeks, those uh, subunits of collagen will stop in your urine. 
Now, do you think the average doctor knows that? Of course not. They're so stupid they don't even know the next thing they should do to actually rescue the patient from a disaster. They don't. And if you think this is an anomaly, it's the rule, isn't it? That's right. Disgusting is what it is. And they present themselves as health professionals when they don't have a freaking clue. So you give people useless calcium that won't build bones. You don't give them something to rebuild the collagen in the bone, which is the rebar. Like if you, would you have a guy that's a trucker drive a really heavy rig over a bridge that has no rebar? And if you, if you had a sign that says, by the way, drive at your own risk, no rebar in this bridge, do you think the trucker would drive over the bridge? He doesn't want to die, does he? Well, in another aspect, you know, bringing up the uh, earlier where we talked about, you know, the health of the gut, the uh, bacteria and so forth, which we know most people obviously have a challenge with due to, you know, uh, stress, antibiotics, uh, sugar consumption. Um, uh, it's it, it just the list goes on that destroys that. But leading into that bone issue, people are supplementing with calcium going, well, that's going to help my bones. You're like, actually, <laughs> it's a, if your gut is messed up, the interesting thing is you don't produce vitamin K2, which is right. through your, yeah, exactly. your gut. And then if you don't do K2, you don't, you actually cannot regulate osteocalcin, which is actually controlling where the calcium is used and deposited right. in the body. And so yeah. now they're seeing all this linkages as to why are people calcifying their tissues, you know? Yeah, they're like they're fat around their deep organs or their artery walls. In fact, I tell people, we have things like cardiovascular, we have nanokinase, which we carry. We have things to decalcify. The most important one is vitamin K2. And we're not talking about K1. K1 is what we give to babies on their eighth day so they don't bleed to death. Okay, uh, and the fact is that if you don't take K2 and you've got a high-speed CT scan showing calcified arteries in your heart, those calcified plaques are the ones that break off and kill you. You're walking along, think you're perfectly fine, and you get what I call face plant syndrome. And your dumb cardiologist hasn't told you, if you don't take K2, you can't decalcify those calcified plaques, period. If you don't take enzymes, and by the way, the blood thinning agents they give, like Apaxabans, Relto, Eliquis, are freaking useless. They're, they're dangerous as hell. You need nanokinase. You need things to stop the free radicals, like, you know, singlet oxygen with fat-soluble thiamine, you know, the transketolase enzyme. Yeah. You need to stop these, the, we call it the God molecule, acetylglutathione, to stop hydroperoxy radical. We need to stop the nitroperoxy radical, and vitamin E doesn't do it. You need tocotrienols and tocopherols. And people don't get it that if you don't stop these free radicals, you're doomed. And, you know, it's not just doomed physically. For example, the brain cells, people don't realize the diabetes of the brain cell, of your astrocytes and your glial cells, diabetes of the astrocytes, is dementia. If you ask the average psychiatrist or neurologist what dementia is, they'll give you some big long thing and say, well, they got Alzheimer's. You can't prove Alzheimer's unless you do an electron microscopy, and nobody's going to volunteer for a brain biopsy, are they? I don't think so. No. They're not going to say, hey, line me up. Just take a little chunk of my frontal lobes. You know, come on, doctor, stop BSing. Even if you have an MRI scan, unless you, and the fact is you can measure someone's blood insulin, you can measure free radicals, you can do spec blood flow scans and deep scans with a positron emission tomography, and you can prove that someone's developing early signs of diabetes of their brain. Now, the first layer of diabetes is always your skeletal muscles. It's a survival mechanism of ancient Neanderthal man that was passed on to Homo sapiens sapiens and to people in other places like the Pima Indians in the Middle East. These survival genes are so you survive famines. And in our society, it has mineral depletion, high-intensity fatty acids that are inflammatory because look at tried B4 from your white fat cells 
is the cause of diabetes. They've already proved it with the knockout mice model, February 2016, University of San Diego. It's done. We already know that now. Okay, so next year I'm presenting an overall paper that explains exactly what diabetes is, and the doctors are completely treating it incorrectly. You've got to get rid of sugar, bread, carbohydrates. You've got to lower insulin levels. You've got to stop free radicals. If you don't do that, which is why we have leptin metabolic, diabetaline, berberstatin, and biotin plus, if you don't take these and get into a kind of a paleo, uh, you know, Atkins-style diet, you're not going to control blood sugar and insulin. And the most people in our society, hypertension, heart failure, heart disease, dementia, all these diseases are related to high blood insulin because your survivor genes are turned on because your body thinks you're going to die, and it's killing you. And people and their doctors are hastening the problem by giving you things that drive up your insulin even higher. We're not dealing with your free radicals. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Very. Very insane. And and that's why these lawsuits are happening, because they take, oh, by the way, if you take this drug, it'll make you go into renal failure. Oh, by the way, if you take this drug, you're going to go into diabetic ketoacidosis. Like, uh, I'll tell you what, I got offered 20 years ago to become an attorney for a big law firm in Chicago after I gave two weeks of testimony in Springfield, Illinois. And they offered me half a million a year just to go to law school and six million the first year to just be one of their attack dogs. This is 20 years ago. Every day I get tempted to call them up and say, you know, I think I'm ready to go to school. <laughs> Every day I'm thinking, do I really want to do this? And can you bang in my head against the wall to tell patients that they better listen to doctors? Every day I think about it, it's like, you know, it's tempting. It's tempting. I mean, I could even go to law school remotely. And I polish it off in a year because I've already taken processing of courses and belong to, you know, Abimi, et cetera. I've done medical legal stuff for decades. <laughs> it would be easy sneezy for Dr. D. It's very tempting. Man, I'll tell you. As, G- as Einstein said, genius is quantifiable, stupidity is limitless. Believe it or not. And I don't feel smart, I just feel inquisitive and honest. It drives me nuts. I've been plunged into the sea of the lake of fire of stupid ideas and liars and people that will sell out. This. One of the things that I think people don't understand, this is one of the things I want to see in healthcare, and I'd like to talk about this for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Donald Trump and some of the people in health and human services want to fix healthcare. And uh, everybody I've talked to, and I talked to people like Dr. Ron Klatz, who has his plan for healthcare, and I put together a video back about six months ago, which I sent to the president and the then director of HHS. Didn't get any feedback from these knuckleheads. They need to understand people like me that have been in the battlefield. Know how to fix healthcare. It's three phases. Number one, everybody in America should have high-value, catastrophic insurance. With Obamacare, you're actually precluded from getting catastrophic insurance if you don't take Obamacare. Do you know that? If you don't take Obamacare, you can't even buy catastrophic insurance, which is evil. That's yeah. It's freaking evil because you know why? They put put a law called the Imtawa laws, and 
When I started in Georgia back in 1987, July, the nurse came up to me in the emergency department and said, she was a black lady, she said, Dr. Deagle, you seem like a nice doctor. So why is that? She says, I'm really glad you came in after the Impala laws came in. And I said, why is that, dear? And she said, and, and she was packing. She had a Magnum 357 in her purse and somebody tried to get violent in the emergency department. These are tough nurses, okay? Yeah. And she held my hand. She said, because if someone came in, whether black or white, and they had gunshot wounds and they had no insurance, we'd strap them to a gurney until they bled to death and died suffocating on their own blood outside the emergency room doors because they didn't have to feed them. Okay? So you knuckleheads out there that think that we shouldn't have a right to treat Americans, that it's not a right to have health care, you're nuts and you're evil as shit. Okay? I don't have it. I'm not going to give you a quarter on this. Now, in the past, in Talalaz, you can take care of foreigners, you know, like illegal aliens. Some of them are criminals, like this guy that killed uh, this lady, Stanley, in, in San Francisco, and he got off with it, which the federal government hopefully is going to fix that. But we need, number one, catastrophic insurance for all Americans, which is affordable. You allow competition. You need what's called health cooperatives, so you pay 40 bucks for primary care for an adult and 20 for a kid to get casts and sutures and whatever and primary you know, medications and stuff that you need. And then you need to have preventive care with cooperatives so that you can get people like me that can train other doctors, even non-locally, so we can do tests on you. I can send test kits anywhere in the world. You can see a doctor locally where you can actually listen to your heart and check you out. But he's not just an MD doctor or a naturopath. They're trained in functional medicine by apprenticing under somebody like me. They're not going to get this in medical school or residency They're going to, because the knowledge base is increasing so rapidly. My knowledge compared to even last year is twice as much. Okay? And at the rate we're going, the information is going to increase so rapidly. You're not going to get to some schools. It's going to be online watching videos, communicating with people like me. Like I have people down in Santiago, Chile, at the medical school there, communicating with me right now about tough cases. So you need to understand that the system needs to change structurally. And functional medicine is not an alternative care. People that say that, I don't care if you're a plastic surgeon or a pediatrician or whatever, it's not alternative. For example, I just got a notice this morning that the European Academy of Dentistry has now outlawed, as of July 2018, giving mercury amalgams to all women, uh, they're pregnant, etc., and they're putting in a law now to make sure it's illegal to give anybody in Europe mercury amalgams. Now, when I did my research with Dr. Vuri Vimy back in 1980, I got called by the Registrar of the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta, and he said, Dr. Diggle, what are you doing? And he had a big South African brogue. You're doing research in association with the dentist. And he was working on his dental pathology PhD at the University of Calgary. Because I have a biochemistry PhD, okay? <clears throat> and chemistry and toxicology and genetics. And he said, we're thinking of taking your license for working in association. So I did the original research that was repeated later on by Dr. Uh, Hal Huggins, who got shoved out of the state of Colorado, went to Mexico, came back and sued the state, and now it's the law that yeah, I can't do this kind of crap to dentists. Okay, so I'm the tip of the spear against these maniacs. And they're everywhere. They're in the College of Physicians and Surgeons. There are law groups. There are medical associations. They're evil bastards. But I'm going to be around long enough that the dinosaurs are going to die. And now in Europe, they're outlawing it. Here in America, all of our vets are still getting, they're 24 year old, still getting mercury. Okay? And if you think your doctor's doing the right thing, giving you certain blood pressure pills or cardiac arrhythmia drugs or antibiotics, they're not. So you know that if you take antibiotics for two weeks, you increase the risk of 
bowel and other distant cancers for up to three and a half years. Did you know that? You take two weeks of a very powerful drug, carry <clears throat> a you know antibiotic drug. You've destroyed your bowel bacteria and you deconjugate toxins and re-release them to your target organs for three and a half years. Did you know that? Wow. No. Do you think the average doctor knows that? Oh, of course not. They've measured, never measured fat biopsies to look at radiotoxins and chemical toxins that are going to cause cancer and they're deconjugated in your lower bowel. So if you don't take something like Living Probiotic and Living Probiotic Ultra, how the hell are you going to prevent yourself from getting cancer or the breast or pancreas or brain? It's your lower bowel where the problem starts, isn't it? Yeah. So why don't you expand on that? Explain why well, probiotics are important because, you know, the ultimate threat is living probiotic ultra. I mean, <laughs> we have the results six trade in our regular one, which is an ageless. But if you don't take this stuff and nurture and make sure that you have probiotic bacteria that make these good things that prevent cancer like vitamin K2 and other biomolecules, they also prevent the deconjugating bacteria that re-release toxins that kill you with cancer. Yeah, the death starting in the colon kind of a concept that right. the Chinese knew about thousands of years ago is, is so correct. It's, right. Uh, if this gets disrupted, which it already is, if you live in America, really anywhere in the world, like you said, there, there's so much chemicals being you know sprayed and put out. And you can look at things like from dry cleaners to just anything. You walk in, it's all right. gassing stuff. And, and, and from the building materials in your home, if your home is, right. is less than seven years old, 80% of the building materials are radiotoxin, chemical toxins. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's 100% of children when they check cord blood and all that. You know, they have rocket fuel inside of them. There's all these, you know, <laughs> yeah. hundreds of rocket fuel, yeah. You at, at the yeah. time you're born. And so right. it's like, you already have this burden. But anyway, right. as we just live our lives, and, and on top of that, the stress, alcohol, antibiotics, stuff like that, we've changed our gut. And so the living probiotic ultra, the 100 billion per capsule, is in an absolute game changer because its quantity and its potencies and its capability with the human derived strength is so significant that it makes this impact that people are looking for. What does it do? It's been shown to really affect the way the immune system works in a beneficial way. Like, for example, most people have a weak immune system. They don't phagocyte things like they should, meaning they can't gobble up the white blood cells. They cannot gobble up these bad guys that they see, or even killer cell function is compromised. Both of those things are things that are improved using this specific form of probiotic, where most probiotic, there's just a generality of, well, it's good for you. <laughs> for a minute, but they don't have any any real data that goes. Well, what what has it been shown to do for individuals, and at what levels do you need to deliver that amount? And that's where the Nutramedical uh, line of products is significantly di- different because Dr. Bill is relying on that you know clinical dose levels to make the impact for your body. So you're not wasting your money. You may invest a little bit higher amount, but it's because you're looking for the results. And yeah. uh, and that it, the living probiotic. Uh, Ultra is really a game changer. That is an absolute heavy hitter. It's like bringing in the Navy SEALs, you know, to say we need to clear an area. Well, let me tell you a disgusting joke, okay, because I like, I like metaphors that make you either feel laugh or wretch. How's that? <laughs> if you've been taking supplements like I do, and on the days when I take living probiotic ultra, because I take, like this morning I sat with a cup of supplements while I'm getting up with my tea in the morning, and I'm checking out the news, and I'm going to my iPad and checking out drives and everything. And I take a living probiotic ultra. It's like dropping a thermonuclear weapon in my lower colon. The stuff that comes out of there is so disgusting and so mind-boggling, it's amazing. It's like, oh, my gosh, that was in me? <laughs> and the smell, the, the sight, everything, it's like, whoa. 
if you want to blow the toxins out of your your lower colon, you want to take a living probiotic ultra. And it's so powerful over your third day. In fact, they've done studies and found if you take it and you go to places like uh, Haiti and they've got everywhere they've got dysentery, you don't get it. In fact, I think you went there, you did a humanitarian rescue in Haiti and you were taking these probiotics and all your buddies were, oh my God, they're running back and forth and toilet, explosive diarrhea. And you're saying, I'm fine, man. There's nothing wrong with me. Right? Yeah, I, I absolutely got to live that firsthand. And people are like, well, do you have more? Can you have some? And yeah, I would help as many people as I can <laughs> yeah. to get them back on track. Uh, Think about this thing. The bugs in your lower bowel that are bad are like Kim Jong-un having a bad day. And you want to decapitate the regime of these bugs, you got to drop a bomb on them. And this is the bomb. It is the bomb. No <laughs> it's doubt the bomb. And if you don't clean up your colon, <laughs> they say uh, the pathway to death starts in your bowel. Whether it's the upper bowel with maldigestion, leaky gut, or the lower bowel with deconjugating bacteria that are going to kill you with cancer and heart disease. <clears throat> Absolutely. Bioaccumulation, as they say, uh, one of the statements is, if you don't detoxify, you die. And the first stage of detoxification is to make sure when your liver con- conjugates toxins, you get them out in your stool. You don't re- re-release them because you got bad bugs in your lower colon. that you can really trust a medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science then search no further go to nutramedical.com for dr bill deagle's nutriodine proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you nutriodine is the only tesla activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world it optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com.